This is what you need, landlord, and stilettos All about empowerment and rising to another level uh, Women represented, now it's time to get it Show them you a boss with financial independence Michelle McAllister, now it's time to tell them Women do it better, this is landlord and stilettos Entrepreneurship, but on another level And through real estate, this is landlord and stilettos Hey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back for another weekly episode of the Landlord and Stilettos podcast. I first want to say thank you so much because we hit 10,000 downloads. Oh, my God. I'm so excited about that. You are um, 10,000 plus, actually. And so thank you so much um, for everybody that tunes in. Um, we were so close to it on the last episode. I think it was on like 9,577. I was like watching every every time the number would inch up. I'd be like, okay, almost there. So yeah, we did it. Okay. And I'm so excited and thankful and appreciative that you choose to tune in and listen to little old me. So thank you so much. So I want to get right into today's topic because I think it's just so appropriate for everything that I talk about in the Landlord and Stilettos community. And I did an Instagram post on it this morning, and it seems to be getting um, some positive traction with people. But obviously, you know, your girl has a lot more to say, and I can't always uh, articulate those things via an Instagram post. So if you had an opportunity last night to check out the interview with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry with Oprah, um, there were a lot of money lessons that I was taking notes on as she was sort of um, walking us through her experience in, in giving her testimony. And so I want to start by saying I'm not here to debate who Meghan Markle is, and I'm not here to debate like, you know, the, the royal family or the monarch or any of that stuff. I am only here to discuss what my key takeaways were from listening to her sit down and sort of recount her experience um, with the royal family. And it honestly, like it wouldn't matter if it was Meghan Markle, it wouldn't matter if it was Jenny from the block. Like everybody has a story, everybody has an experience and we can all learn from it. And so it leads me to my first point here, um, which first of all, I just, I thought she looked stunning. Like she's such, she's, she's a very beautiful woman. I thought she was very poised. I thought the way that she um, explained what she went through was just, I definitely felt um, empathy and compassion for her. And it sounds like she was able to escape a situation that really had her on the brink of like um, a, a mental meltdown. And so, although I'm not comparing the two necessarily because it's not an apples to apples comparison, but every time she talked about what she was going through, um, with her experience being in that role and marrying into that family, I personally was thinking about it from like a corporate perspective. That's always where my mind is going to go back to. Um, and so I want to talk a little bit about how we can learn from her experiences. So the first one is um, obviously control. Um, that was a lot of the reason why she had to leave. Um, and get out of her situation. And it brings me to my first point, which is that, you know, the person who controls your finances controls you. 
And when I I saw something like this stated in, um, a couple years ago, I think it was like the person who I think Kiyosaki said it. And I, I'm not a big Kiyosaki fan because of personal reasons of views that he's expressed on certain subjects that I won't even get into. But nonetheless, he did say the per I think he said something like the person that signs your paycheck controls you. And when you first, you know, hear a statement like that, it can be it rubbed me the wrong way, right? Because it's like, well, no one's controlling me. Like I control me. You know, we all have to work for someone, right? Like even if you own your own business, you have clients, you have customers. But I don't always think that's a fair comparison because uh when you own your own business, even with your clients and your customers, you still have a choice, you have options. Um, you have options with your job as well if you want to leave. But at the end of the day, we all know that you know, when you work for a company or an organization, whoever signs that paycheck, they call the shots. They determine when you can take a vacation. They determine um, when you get a promotion. They determine your financial, um, you know, destiny in terms of are you going to get a raise or are we going to increase your income? It's just a lot of control that they have. And so I think that when she was speaking about, you know, wanting to have more control over her finances, she didn't, she obviously didn't have that. I mean, and listen, she had a role, she had a job, she had a duty. And I'm, I'm sure, you know, she was compensated handsomely for that. But even still, they controlled her financial destiny. So just having control over your own finances, even outside of your job, um, was a major takeaway for me. Uh, the next one, which was a little less um, spoken about in the interview, because I mean, you know, I remember she had mentioned something of like, oh, we were sitting in our cottage and we were talking about, I guess her and Prince Harry were talking about their future. Um, I'm going to make the assumption that like she didn't necessarily own that cottage, like all of that stuff, you know, is owned by the royal family, owned by the queen. Again, if I'm wrong, someone please feel free to correct me. I do not know all of the intricacies of the royal family and how all that works. But I do know that I highly doubt any of that stuff was in Meghan Markle's name. Um, and so just having ownership of your own stuff is just so freeing. And I will oftentimes get people that will come on to my posts, which I always find so odd because clearly, you know, just by my handle alone, landlord in stilettos, you clearly know that this page is about investing, particularly in real estate. And so when people come on the page and they're like, everybody don't want to own a home and everybody don't want to be, uh, you know, have a mortgage. Okay, that's fine. You're following this page for a reason. So there must be something about it that's appealing to you. But I can tell you that again, with owning your own comes control, right? So if your landlord wants to, you know, end your lease at the end of the month to month or end of the year with a proper notification, he or she has the right to do that. You can't just go paint your walls neon green if you want to do that. You have to ask for your landlord's permission. There are just certain things as a tenant that you're not going to be able to do as a homeowner or a property owner. Um, and one of the things that really aggravates me that people say is like, well, like I don't want to pay for property taxes and I don't want to pay for, you know, ex household expenses. And when things break down, like you're already paying that. 
Like, why don't why don't you think that you're not already paying that in your rent? Your landlord has already calculated all of those expenses. So you are paying property taxes. You are paying for maintenance and you're not getting any of the benefit of the tax deductions or tax advantages that come from owning the property because you're renting. Um, so ownership to me is key. I will always advocate for ownership. I do think there's a time and a place for ownership. So if you are just now coming fresh out of college, maybe you want to experience life a little bit. You want to travel. You don't want to be tied to an address. Totally understand, totally get that, totally agree. But when the time comes for you to um, settle down and make some roots in a place, uh, I personally believe that owning is is paramount. Okay. So this next point here, point number three, I really did feel for her on this one because I think we can all relate to it. And it's that your value is not determined by your title, your riches, your duties, or your responsibilities. Um, and so it doesn't matter whether you're a prince, a duchess, a duke, a prince, it doesn't matter if you're a manager, senior manager, director, vice president, CEO, whatever, like you are not your title. And I think it's important that we begin to form our own identities outside of our job title. How often or how how often does it happen that you meet someone and you ask them, you know, hey, how are you? You know, tell me a little bit about yourself. And the first thing people lead with is their job title. Oh, I'm a director of XYZ for XYZ. And it's probably just the nature of the society that we live in where it's a comfortable, it's a comfort thing too, right? Like you're comfortable with leading with something that the other person could probably relate to and talk to and you can have a uh, conversation about. But I mean, we aren't our job titles. Those titles can change at any moment. And it you see it happen when someone who was, I've seen it happen in, in these large organizations where people with really big titles got laid off, right? Like they had like a, just a, what was a bloodbath of a layoff and they would like wipe out people at the top and you would talk to them afterwards. Or like sometimes some of, some of them I would call if they were my friends and check in on them. And it's just obviously being laid off is devastating in and of itself, but so much of their identity would be tied up in this, this title. And I remember speaking to one person um, specifically, she would tell me like, well, people are calling me about other jobs, but it has to be this title. Like I must have this title. That's how wrapped up she was in making sure um, that she had that same title she wouldn't even consider other opportunities unless it was that title. And so I just think it's interesting um, that when Megan was talking about how she had to, she was on the brink of suicide. She had suicidal thoughts. She was talking about these thoughts with Harry. And then I think she mentioned like that very next day or the same day she had to show up uh, for an event. And they showed her in this like beautiful, like, sequence gown she was expecting. Um, and yeah, I felt for her in that moment. But it's like, you know, we everyday people have that same issue, you know, like not saying that we are on the brink of suicide or having mental breakdowns because of our working conditions, although some of us do. And I have been very transparent about 
my journey and how I felt that I was at like a mental breaking point where I know I needed to leave corporate. But just like every other human, I had a job to do. I had to show up, right? Like I have bills to pay. I have a daughter who needs to get fed. There is no luxury of not showing up and doing the job that you're tasked to do. Um, but the key takeaway for me here is that um, that's why it's important as I'm always gonna preach to you all, to make sure that you have other income streams that you can lean on. So if you ever do get to that place where you're just like, I cannot take this anymore, you have options. It happened to my dad. My father worked in the government for so many years, like 20 plus years, and he got to a space where he said, I cannot do this anymore. And he branched off on his own and he started his own um um, insurance firm. And so, you know, it, it could happen. You don't know when that day might come where you might feel differently about your circumstances. Set yourself up now so that you are not put in a position to not have options. Um, the next point that I wanted to talk about is just, I just really thought that she was just really brave and courageous to do this interview. Um, and so, you know, being brave enough to speak your truth in the face of threats, intimidation, and fear. And so obviously, you know, I think about her, like she's going up against like a whole, you know, she's going up against the monarchy, right? Like, but then I think about everyday people like you and me um, who work for corporations or organizations and like standing up to what's right and what's wrong, standing up for yourself, right? Like, have you ever been in a situation in your job or working for someone, or maybe you had a bad boss, or maybe you were treated unfairly? Did you feel that you could speak up? Because I can be honest with you, in the very early stages of my career, I did not feel that sense of freedom. And although I didn't put it together at the moment, it was because I hadn't really financially set myself up to be able to stand up for myself. It wasn't until way later down the line when I knew that I had new income streams coming in, income streams that I own, real estate that I own, that should anyone decide to say to me, you know what, Michelle, get the hell out of here, that I would be able to take care of myself. Um, and I remember one job in particular, uh, it was one of the most Ooh, it was just a bad experience for me, but I'm so glad that it happened because it helped me realize my value and I stood up to like a, a bully, right? And so I've seen so many people who aren't able to do that. And so I would say my key takeaway from that conversation when I was listening to her, just kind of talk about how difficult it was Um for her to speak up, because I remember when Oprah asked her, were you silent or were you silenced? And I thought that it was so powerful. Obviously, you know, they went to a commercial break before she answered. Then they came back from the commercial break and she said, I was silenced. Um, and that I felt that, you know, because I know personally I've been in situations, you know, working in an organization, in a company, and I've been silenced. I think we can all attest to having felt that at some point or another um, in our careers. And so the last point that I wanted to bring up um, is about um, the point at which Harry had mentioned that his mother 
Princess Diana left him um, an inheritance. And I thought that that was just really, you know, again, another lesson for us to take away is leaving something for our kids. First of all, I'm sure Princess Diana like knew like someday is almost like she left him like just in case shit hits the fan money, you know, like just in case you need this, I got you. Um, and so I think like we have to think, we have to have that mindset for our kids as well, right? Like we're not gonna be here forever. We don't know what's gonna happen in their lifetime once we're gone. Making sure that we set them up and not just set them up, because it's one thing to like leave assets for your children, but if we're not teaching them how to manage these assets, um, then it's like a lost cause, right? Like you could leave your whole life's work and then they could just totally like, you know, gamble it away at Vegas. So not just leaving them something, but teaching them very early on um, how to manage money, how to respect money, um, work ethic, and just overall responsibility. So I really thought that it was um, eye-opening that his mother had the you know foresight to uh, make sure that um, they were taken care of. And just so you all know, there was one part of the the interview where. I thought, wow, must be nice. And I don't say that in a way of like jealousy or envy, but when they decided to leave and be independent, um, Tyler Perry took them in, which I think was just such a wonderful um, gesture. He took them in and paid for their security while they figured out what their next steps were going to be. And again, I'm always thinking about like you and me, right? Like everyday people like you and me who don't have the Rolodex to pick up the phone and call Tyler Perry and be like, yo, what's up? You know, I need to go over there and hang out for the next three months. And yeah, you're going to take care of the security for us. Okay, great. Like we don't have that luxury. So you and me, like we got to build now you know, we have to build our income streams now. So in the event that something happens where we need to leave or we are asked to leave or we are being mistreated or disrespected, we have the option to take care of ourselves, right? So even them, you know, you look at their situation, they they had to rely on someone in that moment. A lot of us, we don't have that luxury. So what can we be doing right now? What can you be building right now? Even though you may not need it, even though you may not need it, what can you be building right now for yourself that maybe three to five years from now, you can look on and say, wow, I'm so glad that I started that. I'm so glad I'm, I started that. I didn't know where it was going to take me in the beginning, but I started it because I knew at some point, at some place or moment in time, I might need it. So um, I would love to know your thoughts on the interview. Uh, feel free to uh, shoot me a message on Instagram or comment on my last Instagram post because it's all about the Meghan Markle Prince Harry interview. But I really thought that it was very insightful and um, I appreciated her being able to open up and share so much of her journey, especially the mental health aspect of it, because um, it, you know, I felt like that probably was really difficult for her to share. And um, she's a brave woman, super brave. So you all, uh, thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Landlord and Stilettos podcast. 
Thank you so much again for 10,000 plus downloads. And um, until the next time, chat with you soon.